0: Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal. My soul test this morning to know you as I know. Father, thank you once again for a brand new day. Thank you for the messes of today. Thank you for the blessings of today. Lord, be glorified this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, we wake up to a bright day, a faithful day, a day where we will see your glory, a day where we will see your blessings. And so, Father, we worship you and we say thank you. Thank you, Lord, this morning for the gift of life. Thank you for the gift of your mercies. Thank you for the gift of your grace. Thank you, Lord God, for watching over us. Thank you for protecting us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you because you are ancient of days. Thank you because you are God and there is none like you. You are Jehovah and none can be compared to you. Father, be glorified forevermore in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask this morning that as we fellowship together and as we read your word be glorified once again grant us wisdom grant us understanding and let your name be blessed in jesus mighty name we pray amen all right let me say a big welcome to everyone joining in to devotion this morning i am murphy aene We continue reading the book of Luke. Gradually, we are coming to the end of the book of Luke. Just a few more days and we are through with the book of Luke. Today, we read chapters 20 and 21. Luke ends on chapter 24. In chapter 20, Jesus' authority will be questioned or challenged. Okay, By what authority is he doing the things that he... is able to do remember that in the old testament only the levite and the priests okay should be able to do some of the things that he is doing but jesus is here to present the new wine and the pharisees were not going to have any of it okay so what lessons can we learn from there we'll read about the parable of the evil farmer what lessons to learn from there? taxes to caesar and then in chapter 21, Jesus will predict the future. Many things, okay, we learned a lot from that in Matthew chapter 24. Okay, we we'll compare the lessons and then we see the widow's offering. Yes, very good lesson in that one. Please get your Bibles. Let's read together Luke chapter 20, the authority of Jesus' challenge. One day, as Jesus was teaching the people and preaching the good news in the temple, the leading priests, the teachers of religious law and the elders came up to him. They demanded by what authority are you doing all these things? Who gave you the right? Okay? I don't know whether anyone has to give someone the right to be able to speak, but obviously the Levites were given the right to be the one who would present offerings in the temple remember he is also in the temple so yes they had they had a good question who gave him the right to do the things that he was doing but they were not asking their question because they wanted to know they were asking their question so that they could silence him and so of course jesus was smarter who gave you the right three let me ask you a question first he replied did john's authority to baptize come from heaven or was it merely human okay so john did not come to the temple john went into the wilderness and then by the river jordan where he was baptizing and even though he did not come to the temple the same thing happened they were jealous of john and so because they were jealous they refused to accept him until the time that they got himself killed so what jesus was getting at the roots of is their jealousy so he asked them "Did john's authority to baptize come from heaven or was it merely human they talked it over among themselves If we say it was from heaven, he will ask why we didn't believe John. (laughs) Smart guys, they think they are smart. He says, But if we say it was merely human, the people will stone us because they are convinced John was a prophet. Everyone knew that John was a prophet. Okay, God had called many prophets before John. Okay, we saw the 12 prophets. before we got to the new testament okay so many prophets had come and gone okay john was here okay prophets did not have to come from the tribe of levi but they refused to accept john also he says they are convinced that john was a prophet so they finally replied that they didn't know (laughs) Uh, of course jesus knew that they knew or they knew But they were pretending. So they said they didn't know. So Jesus responded. And Jesus responded, Then I won't tell you by what authority I do these things. Why? John told them, I am the voice of the one preparing the way for the Lord, for the Messiah. Okay, So obviously John told them, Yes, he told the Pharisees, he told everybody that came to listen, that he was not the Messiah. That somebody was coming after him, whose sander, he is not even worthy to untie. Okay, so they knew that John was from heaven, yes, was from God. So to deny here, uh, Jesus got them. So Jesus responded, then I will not tell you by what authority I do these things. Because telling you that I am from God would make no difference. It didn't make any difference for John. Hallelujah. Next, the parable of the evil farmer. Now Jesus turned to the people again and told them this story. A man planted a vineyard listed to to tenant farmers and moved to another country to live for several years. At the time of the grape harvest, he sent one of his servants to collect his share of the crop. Not everything, no, just his share of the crop. But the farmer attacked the servant, beat him up, and sent him back empty-handed. So the owner sent another servant. But they also insulted him, beat him up, and sent him away empty-handed. A third man was sent And they wounded him and chased him away. What will I do? The owner asked himself. I know. I will send my cherished son. Surely they will respect him. But when the tenant farmers saw his son, they said to each other, Here comes the heir to this estate. Let's kill him and get the estate for ourselves. So they dragged him out of the vineyard and murdered him what do you suppose the owner of the vineyard will do to them jesus asks. i will tell you jesus did not wait for the response <laughs> i will tell you he will come and kill those farmers and lease the vineyard to others i'm telling you that is exactly what has happened to the nation of israel yes they were the one that jesus was talking to and the pharisees knew that he was saying this parable to them. Okay, so Jesus, in a sense, has leased the vineyard to the Gentile nations, at least until the time. Okay, a time is coming where Israel would be will be will be restored back to God. But presently, that vineyard is be has been leased to the Gentile nation. He says, "I will. He will come and kill those farmers." and Least the vineyard to others, how terrible that such a thing should ever happen! His listeners protested. <laughs> oh, God, they didn't realize he was talking to them. Jesus looked at them and said, Then what does this scripture mean? The stone that the builder rejected has now become the cornerstone. Uh, you, you find that in Psalm 118, verse 22. The stone that the built built rejected has now become the cornerstone. You guys will eventually reject me. They chose a a terrorist ahead of the Savior. Since everyone who stumbles over that stone will be broken to pieces. And it will crush anyone it falls on. Ah, The teachers of religious laws and the leading priests who wanted to arrest Jesus immediately because they realized he was telling the story against them they were the wicked farmers but they were afraid of the people's reaction i don't know eh? these guys were always so afraid of the people's reaction okay so they dare not they dare not do anything in the presence of the people the people will stone them or at least will not allow them to take jesus but yes israel Israel is the farmer. Um, today, Gentiles have been saved and restored back to God. But one day, Israel will be restored back to God again. Let's, let's read Taxes for Caesar, verse 20. Watching for their opportunity, the leaders sent spies pretending to be honest because they realized that Jesus could <laughs> tell them yes. Okay, Because of the way they were dressed, you could easily tell a Pharisee the priests so they sent spies this time pretending to be honest men they tried to get jesus to say something that could be reported to the roman governor so he would arrest jesus teacher they said i will know that you speak and teach what is right and i'm not influenced by what others think you teach the way of god truthfully now tell us is it right for us to pay taxes to caesar or not if jesus says pay taxes then he will tell they will tell him that eh, so caesar is more important than god oh so we're not supposed to serve god okay if he says don't pay taxes then they will go and report him to the romans that ah somebody is saying that they shouldn't pay taxes to caesar Hey, maybe he wants them to be paying taxes to him okay so <laughs> it's like being caught between the devil and the blue sea deep blue sea jesus is smarter so jesus saw through their trickery and said show me a roman coin (laughs) whose picture and title are stamped on it caesar's they replied well then he said give to caesar what belongs to caesar and give to god what belongs to God. Okay, So at that stage, you cannot cannot question him now, right? This coin is Caesar's image that is on it. So it belongs to Caesar. Give it to Caesar. (laughs) And what belongs to God, give to God. (laughs) So they failed to trap him by what he said in front of the people. Instead, they were amazed by his answer, and they became silent. Next discussion about resurrection then jesus was approached by some sadducees religious leaders who say there is no resurrection from the dead they posed this question teacher moses gave us a law that if a man dies leaving a wife but no children his brother should marry the widow and have a child who will carry on the brother's name okay so remember that moses gave this law so that if they could preserve the line of the brother, you find this in Deuteronomy chapter 25. Okay, so 29 says, Well, suppose there were seven brothers, the oldest one married and then died without children. So the second brother married the widow, but he also died. Then the third brother married and discontinued with all seven brothers, seven of them who died without children. <laughs> hey. Okay <laughs> I don't know whether me I would have married you. Eh? After number three or four. <laughs> okay, seven of them. Let's follow the story. Uh, with all seven of them who died without children. Finally the woman also died. So the, so tell us whose wife will she be in the resurrection for all seven seven were married to her. Jesus replied, Marriage is for people here on earth. Did you hear that? A marriage is for this earth. It's while we are here that marriage will be relevant. Enjoy your marriage. God gave it as a gift to you. Yes, enjoy your marriage. Use it, you know, to It's a blessing. It gives you the opportunity to synergize. Synergize with another human being. Join forces together and change the world yes that is what marriage is jesus said marriage is for people here on earth you will not take your marriage yes in the actions from your marriage god will eventually ask you what did you do with the blessings just like every other blessing god gave you god will ask you what did you do with the blessings i gave you okay so god will ask you however you will we will not be married in heaven yes we will be like brothers and sisters He says, but in the age to come, those worthy of being raised from the dead will neither marry nor be given in marriage, and they will never die again. In this respect, they will be like like angels. They are children of God and children of the resurrection. Okay? So, the opportunity for marriage is a blessing here on this earth. So, allow God, okay, don't make your marriage... A, a, a torment from hell, like some people do. No, your marriage is a blessing from God. Enjoy it, use it well. Yes, Jesus said that in this thinking or thinking about it like this, they are like the angels. 37. But now, as to whether the dead will be raised, even Moses proved this when he wrote about the burning bush long after Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob had died. He referred to the Lord as the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Actually, it was God himself who introduced himself. I am the God of Abraham. Just go and check out Exodus chapter 3. I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Actually, structurally, it would not have been correct. God should have said, I was... The God of Abraham, because Abraham has died and gone, but yes, in God's eyes, they were not dead. They had just changed um, their their earthly, their position. Yes, from living life on this earth to a place where they were waiting then until the Messiah came. And in our own time, you will just change position from this earth. You will go to heaven. I, I pray that that will be you in the mighty name of jesus it says god said i am the god of abraham the god of isaac and the god of jacob so that's it so he is the god of the living not the dead for they are they are all alive to him did you hear that to god abraham isaac and jacob were still alive because they were alive anyway less 39 well said master remarked some of the teachers of religious law who were standing there, and then no one dared ask him any more question. Next, who is the son? Whose son is the Messiah? Then Jesus presented them with a question. They've been asking him questions since. So he gives them a question to silence them forever. Why is it, he asks, that the Messiah is said to be the son of David? Yes, they call him the son of David because he is from the tribe of, of Judah. And David in quote is, is taking us like the father, the father of Judah. Not even Judah himself, David himself is taken as the patriarch of Judah. He says, for David himself wrote in the book of Psalms, the Lord said to my Lord, Sit the first Lord is capital letter. Okay, all true. So in that one is God says to my, said to my Lord sit in other words the other the lower lord in quotes sit in the place of honor at my right hand in others david is talking about two lords above him until i humble your enemies making making them a footstool under under your feet since david called the messiah lord how can the messiah be his son okay so we find out in psalm one 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 ten. 110 okay that would be a good read. Psalm 10 verse 1. Okay, since David called the Messiah Lord, how can the Messiah be his son? <laughs> I'm telling you, silence, nobody can answer. Then, which, with the crowd listening, he turned to his disciples and said, Beware of these teachers of religious laws. <laughs> they could not answer. For they like to parade around in flowing robes and love to receive respectful greetings as they walk in the marketplace. Simple answer, simple question they can answer. <laughs> and how they love the seats of honor in the synagogues and the edge table at, at the banquets. At banquets, yet they shamefully cheat widows out of their properties and then pretend to be pious by making long prayers in public. <laughs> Because of this, they will be severely punished. So my rights of this morning is going to be unpretending. Are you pretending to serve God? Are you pretending to be a child of God? Jesus said, you will be severely punished. Give it up today. It is time to become a genuine Christian. A genuine child of God. Hallelujah. All right, let's move on to chapter 21 first we read about the widow's offering and jesus will then predict the future while jesus hallelujah. while jesus was in the temple he watched the rich people dropping their gifts in the collection box then a poor widow came by and dropped in two small coins two farthings, two small coins jesus said i tell you the truth jesus said this poor widow has given more than all the rest of them For they have given a tiny part of their surplus. But she, poor as she is, has given everything she has. Telling you, I don't know about you, but you would have noticed that Jesus spoke more about money than any other thing. Go and check it. He spoke more about money. Because how we use our money speaks a lot about who we are and about what is important to us so here jesus talks about our giving to god and how it will be measured she gave he said he says for this woman she gave she has given everything she has every other person was given from the abundance of what they had what she gave from everything she has and jesus of course was commending her hallelujah next jesus speaks about the future some of his disciples began talking about the majestic stonework of the temple and the memorial decorations on the walls but jesus said the time is coming when all these things will be completely demolished not one stone will be left on top of another teacher this asks when will all this happen what signs will show us that these things are about to take place so one of the things i advise people to do is that as you read Luke 21, you know, measure it together with uh, Mark's writing. Measure it or compare it with Matthew's writing in Matthew chapter 24. You would learn a lot. Yes, just slight light, slight difference, but there are actually more information for us. One science will show us that these things are about to take place, he replied don't let anyone mislead you for many will come in my name claiming i am the messiah and saying the time has come but don't believe them so one of the different information luke gives us is this part that there will be false messiahs actually that is what the antichrist will seek to do is a false christ and he will present peace to the world. He will present, you know, himself as the savior of the world. The world will accept him, okay? And the world will go to hell. Sadly, Jesus said, "Don't, don't believe them." He says, "And when you hear of wars and insurrections, don't panic. Yes, these things must take place first, but the end won't follow immediately." Then he heard it. "Nations will go to war." against nation and kingdom against kingdom there will be great earthquakes and there will be famines and plagues in many lands and there will be terrifying things and great miraculous signs from heaven but before all this occurs there will be a time of great persecution did you hear that so he said look arranges it differently look says okay um, there will be a time of great earthquake, so kingdom rising against kingdom it's just that one is just down, one maybe normal. Even from the time of Jesus, we saw Nebuchadnezzar, you know, we saw the Babylonians, Tyre, and Sidon's nations were rising against kingdom against kingdom, so that was maybe not so important. However, in 11, it says there will be great earthquakes, and there will be famines and plagues in many lands, and there will be terrifying things and great miraculous signs from heaven. I think he was talking about the time of the great t- tribulation, when the trumpets will start sa- sounding. Jesus then says that before all this occurs, there will be a time of great persecution. Yes, Christians will have to hide. By the time the Antichrist will reveal himself and then give the mark and says, you cannot buy cannot sell you cannot eat you cannot go to school you cannot do anything unless you receive the mark christians will reject him and then there will be great a time of great persecution jesus said you will be dragged into the synagogues and prisons and that is very important synagogues (laughs) yes you'll be dragged into synagogues because initially initially israel Will accept, the, will accept the Antichrist. Yes, they, but they, they will accept him. He says, You will be dragged into the synagogue and prisons, and you will stand trial before kings and governors because, they, because you are my followers. The other oh, is the only reason, you know, because they are Christians. He says, But this will be your opportunity to tell them about me. So don't worry in advance about how to answer the charges against you. For I will give you the right words and such wisdom that none of your opponents will be able to reply or refute you. Even those closest to you, your parents, brothers, relatives, and friends will betray you. Yes, they will blame Christians eh, for the rapture. People will disappear all over the world. Yes, planes will crash. There will be many auto crashes. Many children will disappear. Where are my children. It's those Christians that stole them. (laughs) They predicted it so maybe they have done something so even parents brothers relatives and friends will betray one another It says they will even kill some of you and everyone will hate you because you are my followers but not, but not the air of your head will perish okay by standing firm you will win your souls hmm. jesus luke gives us a very important information if you miss the rapture eh, you will win you will need to win your soul through suffering did you hear me Hmm. at that point you will need to choose whether to spend eternity in hell or whether you will go and meet jesus of course at at that time most christians those who are left behind would know the truth they would know that their bible is real and so they will have to live for God. At that point, you will need to, literally, you will need to win your soul. The best thing that can happen is please don't miss the rapture. Hallelujah. Since, and when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then you will know that the time of his destruction has arrived. At this, okay, There are going to be two times that Jerusalem is going to be surrounded by armies. Eventually, the Romans will surround Jerusalem and they will destroy they will destroy the temple and destroy everything. Of course, eventually the temple is going to be rebuilt in a few years, a few decades from now, the temple is going to be rebuilt, okay? Uh, but when Israel eventually re- accepts Jesus, before Jesus comes back again, the armies will surround we surround jerusalem he says then you will know that the time of his destruction has arrived he says then those in judea must flee to the hills and those in jerusalem must get out and those out in the country should not return to the city for those will be days of god's vengeance, and the prophetic word of the, of the scriptures will be fulfilled how terrible it will be for pregnant women and for nursing mothers in those days, for there will be disaster in the land and great anger against against this people. Uh, they will be killed by the sword or sent away as captives to all the nations of the world, and Jerusalem will be trampled down by the Gentiles until the period of the Gentiles come to an end. Yes, until Jesus comes again, and there will be strange signs in the in the sun moon and stars so it's talking about a time when the 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 bows the vials will be poured upon the earth the sun will be darkened the stars will fall from heaven just go and read the book of revelation again it says and there will be strange signs in the sun moon and stars and here on earth the nations will be in turmoil perplexed by the roaring seas and strange ties people will be terrified at what they see coming upon the earth For the powers in the heavens will be shaken. that everyone will see the Son of Man coming on a cloud with power and great glory. So when all these things begin to happen, Jesus says, Stand and look up, for your salvation is near. Remember, I said those left behind. eh? Some people will want to die. They will not be able to die. They will not be able to commit suicide. Because you know, if you kill yourself, you are going to hell. Okay? So, the persecution will be great. Uh, Jesus says, stand and look up, for your salvation is near. Uh, Some will make it to the end. My prayer for you again, you will not miss the rapture in the mighty name of Jesus. Then he gave them this illustration. Notice the fig tree or any other tree. Okay, if you look at the trees, you can make some very, very, very good predictions. So, look at the trees. He said, when the leaves come out, you know what have been told that summer is near. Okay? In the same way, when you see all these things taking place, you can know that the kingdom of God is near. I tell you the truth. This generation will not pass from the sin until all these things have taken place. Okay? Jesus was not talking about everything. Yes, this generation will not pass. It was doing their time. Some of them were still alive. When the temple was destroyed, okay? So these things began to take place even in their own generation. Since heaven and earth will disappear, but my words will never disappear. Watch out. Don't let your heart be dulled by carousing and drunkenness and by the worries of this life. Don't let that day catch you unaware like a trap. For that day will come upon everyone living on the earth. Keep alert at all times and pray that you might be strong enough to escape these coming horrors and stand before the Son of Man. What is Jesus talking about? He's talking about the day of rapture. I pray for you again that you will be strong enough to escape. Yes, literally what we will do is escape. God will take us out of this, this world before this time of tribulation starts. You will escape in the name of Jesus 37 it says every day jesus went to the temple to teach and each evening he returned to spend the night on the mount of olives the crowd gathered at the temple early each morning to hear him hallelujah all right as we go this morning uh, what lessons do we want to take from here i'm tempted you know to pay attention to the rapture yes i don't know about you i am tempted you know to give us a warning again on the rapture you will notice that jesus spoke again and again about it i pray for you again this morning you will escape Ah, you will not be caught on our in the mighty name of jesus so this morning i want you to pray jesus help me not to miss you in the mighty name of jesus help me not to miss you help me not to miss the rapture help me to live prepared let my garments be pure. Let my garment be clean. The scripture says that you are coming for a glorious church. Lord, help me to be a glorious church. Help me to live a holy life in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, take me deeper in my walk with you in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you this morning. I thank you, Lord, because I know you will help me lord i thank you because i know you will help us in the name of jesus i pray this morning everyone listening to me they will make the rapture in the mighty name of jesus we give you all the praise in jesus mighty name we are afraid amen all right thank you so much for listening today god bless you enjoy your day